Yo, what up, though? This is Esham, and you rocking with the Connected Experience. Yo, what up, though, man? This is Big Greg, and you rocking with the Connected Experience. This is Premier Pete, and you're rocking with the Connected Experience. Chill. Oh, yeah, this Jake Prince coming at you live and in living color, and you're rocking with the Connect Experience. Yo, what's up, everybody? It's comedian TK Kirkland, a.k.a. T to the motherfucking K. And when I'm in Detroit, you already know what it is. I listen to the Connected Experience. You should, too. Connected. I'm SJ. I'm AJ. And we the Connected Experience. Hey, what's the Connected Experience, it's bro? It's the lifestyle, our lifestyle. It's hey, our the lifestyle. lifestyle. You know what I'm saying? What's good with you? What you been up to? Hey, man, getting ready. My nigga, my first bowling league, I mean, start this Wednesday, man, so I'm excited about that. Yeah, I heard you had one up to Lansing and jumped in the tournament with a few of my folks. Yeah, we lost, but I bowled my highest, so that was a personal goal. Like, before I got out the car, I said, yo, I'm going to come kill these niggas. I killed them niggas, but we ain't coming last place. We just Yeah, well, if money. you're not first, you're last, so yes, you did. Well, no, because they had trophies and shit, too, but we just did you get one? Before that, because we don't take participation trophies. Right, my nigga. You know what I'm saying? What about you? Shit, man. I ain't been working on no comedy though, but I've been uh You gotta get that shit together, man. I just met a chick. She told me she got nine solid minutes. So if you yeah, got yeah. if she got nine, you got five, we just start going to the clubs together. together. Yeah, I was, that'd saying? be dope. That'd be something different. Uh shit. May is Urban Podcast Month. Yeah, Use the yeah. hashtag 2019 UPM. People been using it too. I just discovered a podcast out in Houston, Texas. So shout out to them and some ladies. It's called Single in the Loop. I just discovered them from the hashtag. So by the time this dropped, what was your, what did we do? For Urban Podcast Month. I mean, we don't even want to say because we want to make sure we get to do that. You know what I'm saying? So for sure, for sure. You, you got, got a word? No, I ain't got a word. I actually got a book, what man. What book uh, you got, bro? The book I got is called Black Titan. This is a book about A.G. Gaston, a black multimillionaire born in 1892, and he passed away in 1996. He's from Alabama. This book details his life from being born in extreme poverty and becoming the most respected businessman of all times. Yo, so this is not his autobiography. This right. is a book by his second wife's nieces yeah. and he actually raised them yeah. yo he had banks he had a black hotel matter of yeah. fact the black hotel the ag gaston hotel that he owned is where all the civil rights stuff took place in yeah. alabama you know what i'm saying yeah. he actually opened the booker t washington college of business and his second wife which was many actually helped write the wording for what is today modern day financial aid, bro. Shut up. Straight up. Is the hotels and stuff still like No, well he acted uh at one point before he died, the hotel was worth thirty five million dollars. So yeah. he sold it to the staff for three point five million dollars so everybody could still keep their job. So what I'm hearing is when you go to Birmingham, Alabama, yeah. it's all about him. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So he died with uh like a hundred and forty something million dollars in nineteen ninety six. Yeah. So hey that money's still circulating somewhere. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, so you know we doing the trivia for Urban Pie cast month so you could win uh some of our exclusive merch so this week's trivia question is go go to the bootleg episode and you will understand why we said the bootleg episode we can get into our new guest but the question is what was the name of the executive who bootleg said came to visit him in prison so you send your uh, answer to pr at tcoh.org with the timestamp that he said it also so we know you listen yeah, and, then, yeah. and then we'll get you some exclusive merch so who we got today oh man we got somebody else representing flint michigan you know we love flint flint was, yeah. yeah you know yeah. how we feel about flint uh i had some good times up at flint at that college what the fuck was that called baker yeah yeah yeah, yeah i had some good <laughs> I had some good times up there shout out to is that college still there oh yeah it's still standing bro. okay so that voice you hear is actually noah watson straight up out of flint what's going on bro man, what's up what's up everybody what's going on man so tell us a little about yourself and growing up in flint man uh man, um, my name is Noah Watson, and I'm actually from South Flint. That's okay. uh, the, the Regency Projects. Um, okay. 
it was it was it was what it was like it was for y'all at Angster, right? right? Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's the same shit kind of everywhere, uh, hood shit. Right. So uh, Flint, since we're talking Flint, and uh, the go-to for Flint is Dayton Ave. How far are you from that area? All right, that's actually North Flint, but Flint okay. ain't really that big. So right. shit, you probably can get anywhere within 15 minutes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It wasn't nothing but a hop, skip, and a jump. You're pretty tall, bro. You used to play basketball? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I uh, played D1, a little bit overseas and shit. Oh, straight up? Yeah. Uh, uh, D1, who you play for? Cleveland State. Okay, and then where you play overseas? I played in Finland for two years. Uh, I got a cousin named Ali's Legion. He played overseas. He played D1. Because y'all might be around the same age. How old are you? Age range? I'm 33. How old is that? I don't know. He, I, he a uh, young nigga, but he's still kind of old. We 37. So he about 33. He went to uh, Basketball High where Melo and all of them went. Okay. He was the number three. And uh, what's the nigga name? Who was on the Pistons? I don't know. Man. I don't really watch sports for real, bro. So <laughs> they was the one and three when they went together. And then this was when you first when they first said you got to be 19 to go to the league. Yeah. And uh, he went to Kentucky when Calipari was the coach for the first year. And then my man went overseas, came back, played for the Bucks, scored the highest points oh, ever. Oh, what's the, yeah, 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 I scored know. the highest yeah. points ever by a rookie. I cannot think of his name, nigga name. We end up having him too. But he told my cousin off rip, I'm going overseas to get this cheese because my dream is not college. It's to go to the NBA. Man. If we got to be 19. That I'm gonna go be 19. I feel it. So I was uh, playing overseas. Man, shit was Brandon Jennings. Yeah. Okay. They was the one in the three. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. My uncle told me back then the nigga Brandon Jennings off the hook. He don't go to class. He got mad bloods with him on the <laughs> campus. Like this nigga just come to hoop. You right, feel right, what right. I'm saying? Yeah, Brandon Jennings. Shout out to you, my nigga. Yeah. So how was playing overseas? Um, the shit was a great experience for me, for real. Um, being from a small city, a small town, and shit like that, man. Just um. Know, being able to go across the world, you know what I'm saying, and, and, and be blessed to travel and shit like that and experience some shit that niggas don't even know exists, for real. Yeah, yeah, How long saying? ago was this that you played overseas? Um, I stopped playing in 2012. Yeah, yeah. For injury or you just was nah, like, Nah, I, I had my son. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was yeah. over. So when uh, my girl at the time got pregnant with my son, man, I, I value time more than I do. Just playing the game, you yeah, know what I'm saying. Right. But you want to grab the ball? We can go play one on one. Ah man, it's I'm gonna bullshit. Be a, it's gonna be a long <laughs> day. <right>? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can go to one. Uh, <laughs> so, so balancing basketball and music, when did you discover music, or was like did you discover them at the same time? What was obviously basketball was a major priority for you to go so far in it. Where did music come into play at this um, time? For real, man, music has been a part of me for you know our entire lives. For real, I mean. Directly or indirectly, so you right. know what I'm saying, just being around it so much. But um, the passion has always been there. I just developed and hooped so early. Yeah, you know, I, I got good fast. Yeah. So when that happened, it was like a no brainer. You know what I'm saying? With Flint being a real good capitalist for music, but basketball was like a fucking powerhouse. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it was kind. I was kind of ushered in that direction, and I I took that shit serious because of. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Whatever I'm going to do with my craft, I'm going to do it right. So yeah. Now, you mentioned uh, Flint being a powerhouse for the music also. Like, who was your favorites growing up in oh, Flint? Oh, man. Shit. I, I read the, I heard the episode y'all did with Bootleg, man. Yeah. Look, uh, Dayton family was pivotal <laughs> for anybody that come up in Flint. But Top Authority, Breed, yeah. Flake, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. All of those fellas, man. We um came up in that time where that shit was real. Yeah. That, that 90s yeah. time when... Yeah. When, when niggas was talking that shit. And, yeah, and it was real shit. Yeah, it yeah. was dope. We was there. Yeah, this lady named Toronto, we still uh, kick it with her to the day. She introduced us to Jake the Flake's music, and that it was a cartoon album cover, but that nigga was like snorting, snorting cake. Yeah. And I was like, and then we heard that shit, and we, I mean, we was like, dog, this shit is phenomenal because, you know, we had, everybody was up on uh, 
the dating family. So even when, when how we discovered music, you know, you got that one group that everybody know about, but then you'd be like, they got to listen to somebody from out there. We just started going back and back. And this nigga favorite group, actually, the Scambino Mob. Yeah. Now, we know they from the SAG, but you feel what I'm saying? No, nah, like, no, nah, they, they flat heavy, though. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, that shit. I ain't going to lie, man. When I heard that they passed away, I was hurt. Like, I'm telling niggas, niggas like, what? I'm like, you, you know, good fellas, it, nigga. You know what yeah, I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, <laughs> good yeah. fellas, my nigga. Like, that's the only way to describe it. So uh, let's talk about the loss of your father. How did that affect you? Um, I think at, shit, 15, you know what I'm saying, that's, that's when he passed away. It was going to be real critical for any boy transitioning to a man. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? But to be all the way honest, he wasn't really there all like that in the beginning either because he was in prison for the most part. Oh, okay. You know what okay. I'm saying? So he did what he could from inside them walls, but at the same time, shit, the the, the streets kind of raised us. Yeah. You know so you speaking to us, who is us? Uh, my my sister. I got uh, three sisters and two brothers. Yeah. And where do you, you fall in? I'm the I'm the last one. Oh, oh so you the baby boy. You know what I'm saying? This nigga the last out of five. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But we yeah. twins, though, but he a minute later. You <laughs> yeah. know what I'm saying? He yeah, so later. being the youngest, though, like, did they try to shield you from that? Or did they kind of say, look, this is what it is. This is what we do. This is what the family do. Whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, in real life, like, my family, like, my dad, my uncles and shit, they some bank robbing ass niggas. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? But they tried to deter us from the criminal element as much as possible but it was just a different time because they grew up in the 70s so robbing banks was what was selling dope was when we would come and uh play as youngsters so did they say like look you can hoop go hoop we go do everything we got to to make sure you make it and they didn't really say it in words but they showed it in their actions you know what i'm saying so um for me i really didn't have the 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 struggle meals and shit like that like shit that they had right but you know with me being the last one and everything like that but at the same time I am what I am, like right. you know what I'm saying. So when I was out there, we jump off the porch, we gonna play the game, you know what I'm right. saying, whatever right. that is. So they did what they could, but man, a young boy, wild. Yeah. So what's the age range? So you the youngest. Yeah. How how much older is the oldest? My uh, seven? Old, my brother, he 18 years older than me. Oh, so it was like he having old, a son. You, yeah, yeah. He old enough to be my dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's crazy. It'd be like that though. So during all of this, like, where was your mom at? Oh, me and my mother, yeah, so it's me, my mother, and my sister. We born, or well, I'm from my projects, you know what okay. I'm saying? And then my other siblings, they from the other side. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So we all got the same dad, but yeah. we all didn't have the same mother. Oh, okay, okay, okay. okay. Yeah. So how did that play in the politics? Would you go on to visit your brothers, I mean, everybody across town? Because, you know, like, you, you you said you was from a project, and I know project politics is different because it's too small. It, we in, we from Inkster. Yeah. It's two projects, you know what I'm saying? Like, motherfuckers be related, but motherfuckers won't even go see each other because at one time, that could get you knocked off. Right, like, right, being right. over, you, a nigga know that's your car, you got to come out that house, yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying? So, so with us being, you know what I'm saying, from where we from and everything like that and going to different spots, it started off young, you know what I'm saying? So when we kids and we just playing with each other, we ain't really knowing that the other side at war like that or, or right. whatever differences they got. And then as I'm going over there so much, I'm getting familiar with they people and they people my homies too. Right. You know what I'm saying? So if I go to the north side or Beecher or some shit like that, my mother born in Beecher. Yeah. I got family all through that motherfucker and the north side too. Yeah. It's a small, it's a small town. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it wasn't really no issues like that and 
And if it was, it was going to be somebody that was going to broker a situation anyway. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, it was like that in the project. So we come from one project, then my auntie moved to another one. We stayed summers over there with her, but then we lived. It's not one place in Inkster that we ain't lived. Right, right. And we was off the porch since we was 9, 10 years old, so I done rode my bike through hella hoods everywhere. So we were some of the young kids that knew all the kids. Exactly. So when the yeah. funk jumped, when we was older, niggas like, no, I fuck some niggas. The, the reputable niggas is like, no, nah, dog, I've been fucking with them since we was little. Right, niggas, right, right, like, right. So I, I get it. I understand. But it'd be, it'd be a lot of politics, and it's crazy when it's small town because the project politics and shit never change. Yeah. It's like that in every project across America, but then they'll cram six projects in the Flint or two in the yeah. Inkster. There's no reason for Inkster to have two projects. Right, you know right. what I'm saying? Right, like, we right. this big. We, right. We only got a population currently of 26,000 people. Like, there's no reason two housing projects should be right. 26,000 people, four square miles. But, you know, they do what they do. Now, well, Flint was a big town with the uh, auto plant, the auto industry, right? right? And I got a conspiracy theory, right, about auto plants, period, right? But it, they, they, they did it in Flint and Pontiac to see if they can do it in Detroit. How did when the auto plants close, how did that really affect growing up in Flint, like street side and like people who just went to work every day? So I'm really um, right around the time you actually could really notice a transition. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, early 90s and shit like that, things were really thriving and Business was good. Booming, yeah. A lot of money around there, yeah. whether it's at work or in the streets. Right. And that shit go hand in hand. Right. You know what I'm saying? So um, to see the shit slowly start to be in strip, you know what I'm saying? And and then that slow turn real fast. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So the year before, you could see somebody um, with the bag. And the year after, you could see the nigga carrying the bag. And you'd be like, what <laughs> right. the fuck is yeah, going on? Going like, you know on. what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. So, so it, it's crazy. If you see... Um, Snowfall? Yeah. The, the, well, I, I ain't going to lie. I don't watch it you know, for personal reasons. Okay. But I'm familiar with okay, it. Okay. So, I'm familiar with the real story. All right, 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 right. <laughs> yeah. So you see how the ascension came yeah. so fast. So the 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 adverse happened on the on the opposite end. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You can see the shit get bad real fast yeah. too. Yeah. And I feel like they did that with Flint Pontiac to see if it could do it in Detroit. But Detroit, like, it's a big stable. Like, it's the Motor City for a reason. And if they would have, when they was going through that situation, when the, with the bailout and everything, if the plants would have closed in Detroit, it kind of would have been pandemonium. Most you definitely. know what I'm saying? But I definitely think when auto plants open, they they got an end game. You feel what I'm saying? Just like they happy about. The first car that's coming off the line, they know 7, 10, 15, 25 years, when that last car come off the line, we got to get the fuck out of yeah, here because yeah. this ain't the city we invested in yeah. no more. You know what I'm saying? So you said you a father. Like, how has fatherhood impacted your music? Um, A great deal, man. When you had kids, you definitely learn uh, what you say can have a, a big effect on, on impact in their lives and shit like that. You right. know what I'm saying? So you got to be a little bit more responsible and conscious to... The shit you say And how you say it You know what yeah. I'm saying I think some street shit Shouldn't even be On records music. anyway yeah, 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 yeah You know what I'm saying yeah, yeah. But you can insinuate Your ass off yeah. You know what I'm saying But that's just for the people That know yeah. You know what I'm saying So um, Just just being a little bit More responsible With the words And shit like that And you kind of can tell When artists got children When they in their life Because some artists Just in it for the money Like we not even go front Like niggas just don't Look at this as a new hustle But the messages That they perpetuate Gotta let me know Like bro you don't even care If your kids hear this So you can't even Ride around with your kids Listening to this And then you influencing Like I'm influenced By music There's no way No doubt about it You know what I'm saying Everything I've been a part of had some type of musical influence. The first record I ever bought was uh, Eric B. Payton Foot. 
And not when it first came out. That's just the first thing I ever purchased. Right. But I thought they looked so fresh on the album cover. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? And then Still I got to into the day, music. Yeah, 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 you see what I'm saying? Right. So then a nigga like chasing that fresh subconsciously. Yeah. Because you're like, I want to be fresh like Eric B and Rakim. Like Rakim, the guy that I'm seeing, he ain't even pushing the, the bullshit message. Right, but I'm right. like, yo, son, the first time I saw you, you was fresh. <laughs> you feel what I'm yeah. saying? So do your son listen to your music? Yeah. Man, he tell you what's going and be like, oh, dad, that, that ain't it. That real shit. Look, <laughs> my, I got a daughter too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? My son and my daughter they both listen to my shit and and i stand on the shit i say yeah. so it's not uh, something i'm gonna be ashamed of or nothing like that neither so they know me personally intimately even further than you know what i'm saying somebody would really know their parents because i'm so honest in my music right yeah. so let's talk about new music you got hoodie season going on let's talk about that uh who produced this record um hoodie season was produced by uh my homeboy uh, EJ Keys. EJ Keys. Yeah, so he from out of Detroit, actually. Um, I be down this way all the time. I'm actually out here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. EJ Keys, um, he, he dope as hell, man. How's that uh, How that record doing for you? Because you just released that as a single. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah. So it's a single. I'm just pushing singles and shit right now. But Hoodie Season has been doing real good. The response been great. Did, uh, um, did you shoot a video for it? Nope, I haven't shot okay. a video for it. I'm um, thinking about doing it, but we got something we working on right now on, yeah. a, on, on another video and, and another song. And oh, that's about to come out? Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Now, your last full-length project was Fiction 2 based on True Events. Tell me how that came about, because I see you got Ray Jr. on there. I don't know Ray Jr. I fuck with a lot of Cleveland niggas, and yeah. they fuck with Ray Jr., and he be coming with it. He be having some singles, too. Yeah, man. You know, Ray was one of the hottest niggas in Cleveland for, like, for a long for time. A long time. Yeah, yeah, 10, yeah. 15 years. I mean, yeah. from slapping to yeah. all of that shit. Yeah. He keep a single Fat in the album. game. Yeah, <laughs> all of that shit. <laughs> Yeah. In the game. So I lived in Cleveland for six years, so I'm I'm plugged. All right, because you went to Cleveland State. Yeah. Cleveland State. So you plugged in with the Nerve DJs. You nope, ain't no, no. See, I wasn't really fucking with music when I was out there. It was ball, and then my homies out. You know what I'm saying? I got people out there, so yeah. we was kicking it like that. Yeah, we'll put you in the play with them, though, because that's how we heard of Ray Jr. and shit. So uh, they do tours, everything. Any nigga you seen on tour from this section in yeah. a long time, they come through this same, this same motherfucking ecosystem. Right, We're right, fucking right. with the Nerve DJs. We don't DJ, but we tastemakers for the Nerve DJ. Okay. And we put mad people on the call. It's a conference call. And you play your music, but you might go before T.I., but you might go after Miss. Right. And then the DJs go tell you how this shit sounds to them. But it's radio DJs, it's club DJs, it's it's international it's, DJs. Everything. It's yeah. like 1,500 DJs. Yeah, you feel what I'm saying? So, I mean, we a plug. This is just the beginning. You feel I what I'm bet. saying? Because, like I said, man, we from Michigan, but we want to see the whole state on. Most definitely. And uh, when Detroit wasn't on with rap, Flint kept us alive. So right. we got to replay. I'm not even from Detroit. Inkster always been in the mix because Motown first hit came from Inkster. Yeah. And then the people dispersed and shit like that. And then we've been up in the major label system. With uh, we had a couple people sign the Universal. Uh, the first nigga who was ever signed to SRC, you know what that is? That's Steve Rifkin label when he came back. Yeah, yeah. He was from Angster. It was David Banner, Akon, and a nigga from Angster. And then Akon just blew out the water. Yeah, and you get what no stopping that. That's yeah. dope. That's yeah. dope. Yeah, we've been around this shit for a long time. So let's talk about cash flow with Ray Junior. How did that actually come about? Was uh, you fucking with Ray Junior before like rap or? Yeah, I knew Ray Junior on, on some. You know what I'm saying some hoop right. shit and just being around the way and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Because when I went out there, um, like I said, I linked in with a couple homies, my people and shit out there, and they all from East Cleveland. Yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? And that's that's where Ray from and shit. So we'd be hooping and shit all the time with at Glenville Record or, or uh, at the rec centers and shit like that out there. So. We end up building a rapport off of that. Yeah, and then just you speaking know. of hooping though, like so basketball, like did you have NBA dreams or you all once you played overseas, you like fuck that? No, I, I thought going. I was going to the league, nigga. I ain't even going <laughs> straight <laughs> up. Man, look, I was nice when I played. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But man, it's it, it ain't 
It ain't so basketball, much, it's politics. Man, it's, it's a lot of luck involved, politics involved, man. Your, your stars have to align on anything you're going to do for that shit to go to the that, that ceiling. So when you went overseas, did you feel like you failed yourself or did you feel like, well, I still pay professional basketball? Oh, no, 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 man. Nothing I've done, I feel like I feel that for real, man. I've I, I accomplished a lot of shit, man. Yeah. I'm, I've been on borrowed time for a long time, too. So, yeah. nigga, this is all a bonus for me. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's niggas that... Because, you know, some niggas go overseas and feel like, oh, shit, I'm overseas. Nah, but they don't appreciate that it's still fans coming to see you. Right, you feel right, what I'm saying? Right. So, I don't know. That's a that's a double-edged sword. That, that's why I asked you, did you want to go to the NBA or did you want to play professional? Because right. it's a difference. And niggas don't understand that because they've been looking at the TV. That's what I want to do. I want to be on TV. But you, you, you but can you be, on be on TV. TV. somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, success is it's def- it's defined by each person. You know what I'm saying? But, man... How I value that shit was totally different, man. I wanted to play. Yeah, you yeah. know what I'm saying. And shit, where, wherever I was going to play at, I was going to kill. So I was just ready for it. How you do over there? Any scoring championships? Anything like that? No, no. We did. We did really good though when I was over there for sure. Yeah. Um, I've always been a, a, a well-rounded hoop player and shit like that. I was. I'm a tall point guard. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. So I was bringing it to niggas. However, it was going to come. You know <laughs> yeah. what I'm saying. We don't play it against some of the best motherfuckers, and and I take that same tenacity and, and energy. I bring it straight into music. Who's your favorite point guard? Penny. 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 Yeah. Hands down. Yeah. yeah. Memphis is on. Yeah. yeah. My favorite point guard, Magic Johnson. I got to roll with Zeke. You feel <laughs> okay. what I'm saying? Okay. I got to roll with Zeke. You yeah. feel what I'm saying? But, hey, Magic Johnson and Penny showed you that that height shit didn't matter when it came to point guards. Yeah, like, you feel what I'm saying? Yeah, like, they yeah. make that shit look so easy. And that's what I used to tell my cousin. Like, nigga, you got to think. You trying to get to the league. It's nigga 6'8 who point guards. Word. Bro, you got to play your ass off because it ain't no space for a nigga 6'3 if you think you're going to be a point guard. Right. And it's a nigga 6'7 who can dribble, dunk, score out, everything. You feel what I'm saying? But that's them niggas, man. But he he made it overseas. He was happy with that. Uh, so, like, what's your favorite song off the last project, the last full-length project? Um, I'm definitely a more B-side oriented uh, artist and shit like that. My favorite song on that project is um, probably uh, Angels in the Outfield. Okay. Probably, but it was one of the most personal songs. I think the, the most, the song that would have been the, uh, well to do is Noah. Yeah. Noah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I got that It's just down. a bounce from that motherfucker, you know what I'm saying? Just, yeah. I think the feel of it is phenomenal. Um. The, the vision of it was good and it was just a great vibe you know what I'm yeah. saying you got a lot of storytelling ability in your music no matter the B-side A-side type of feel yeah. where do that come from? Um, reading books Yeah. so I was a problem kid when I was young and shit like that and my mother used to make me read all the time Yeah. and then uh, shit when I was in school Brody got the books, you know what I'm yeah. saying? So Quavis got the books and shit like that. So I was checking all of those books out when I was, you know what I'm saying? So uh, give us a list of books that you uh, would recommend if somebody was like, if you had to tell somebody, like one of your little homies that you would recommend for one of the little homies. Ah, uh, shit. Uh, the Cartel series by uh, Ashley Jaquavis. Uh, Street Has No King by Jaquavis Coleman. Uh, that, that's definitely my favorite book out of out of their series and everything. Right yeah. There. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Shannon Holmes, uh, Never Go Home Again. Yeah. Rich Dad, Poor Dad. I, I, I'm, I'm rounded. Um, Contagious. Yeah. My favorite book, for real, is um, by Paul Cello. Uh, the Alchemist? The Alchemist. Yeah. yeah. That's, my, that's yeah. my number one. Yeah. yeah. It's definitely on my list. I don't even got a one through five. I got a one, 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 two. Because yeah. it depends on what you're going through in your life. But I think The Alchemist, when it comes to that book, like, it's all about discovering what's within. You Man, feel what I'm saying? It, it, 
and it's about not chasing it. You Most feel what definitely. I'm saying? And like we we recommend books and we tell people about that. We like, but the book about you, but they don't get it until yeah. they sit with it. Yeah. And they be like, oh, I got it. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, that book definitely explained more about um, it's the it's the journey, yeah. not as much as the destination. Right. You know what I'm saying? You got to embrace all parts of this shit while you're doing it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And then when you get to that plateau, yeah, see, that's that's our my favorite part of the grind is the actual grind. Yeah. Once whatever you're doing, once you put it out to the public, it's you don't done. even got no yeah, say. Yeah, so yeah. it's it's over. Right. Whatever that is, if you're making t-shirts, if you once the public opinion is involved, then it's go it's fifty yeah. fifty. That, that it's always gonna be like that. Yeah. Like you always go, it's people go love it, people go hate it. But actually putting in the work, doing the research, I'm a research type of guy. So whenever we about to do something, then it's time to do the research. I'm on it. Like boom, I I have all the answers in the next couple of days, probably by the night. If I, you know what I'm right, saying? Because right. I go to work and get paid to do what I really do. You know what I'm I saying? Feel, so gotta. Do that on Nadine. Now let's talk about catch a body because that that motherfucker that 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 shit go. You know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, that, that, that's a, that's a dope ass song. You know because people ain't gonna think it's about what it's about when Word. you just hear the title. Word. I actually went straight to that. I'm like, let me hear what this nigga talk about all this. Like when I read the track list, that was the first thing I listened to. Like, boom, let me check this shit out right here, and that shit go. Man, catch a body was definitely uh, it's the life we live. Um, <laughs> yeah, if, right, if you right. Did yeah. it, you know what I'm saying? Uh, shit, I I done had a lot of fun out here before. And um, Catch Your Body was about, you know, interactions with these women out here in this fast life. Yeah. 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 Shit, slow life, too, if you're in the comic books. Because yeah. <laughs> it's out there, my G. Right, you feel right. what I'm saying? Let us get 16. Ah, uh, man. Um, we was born in this life without an option. Cover our mouth when we talk. We know they watching. Biological births, these habits, they were adopted. Taught to obey our parents, but these streets were our fathers. True story, these two-story apartments house one of the illest niggas ever. When it come to this shit, I ain't heard many that do it better. I'm only fucking with the dead. It's borderline necrophilia. At any point, I feel I can go belly up. You see what happened when you this nice. Either they love you or they just let her hate you. Avoid the traffic lights. In a way, this world use you just like a sacrifice. It's crazy when you clearly can see what fate is and dive head first in a life that you won't make it. Never aspire it. This is exactly what y'all made me. When it's my time, just make it quick. I ain't got patience for shit. There we go. I had one nigga come up here, man. The only nigga was scared to spit a 16, and I'm going to keep getting on this nigga till he get back on his mic, man, for real, because niggas rap. So yeah. if I be like, let me get a 16, and you don't rap, I got to be like, I don't know if you write your shit, man, or I don't know listen, if you rap. You feel I, what I'm I saying? Got a, I got a clip, nigga. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm doing. I be telling niggas, like, shit, you sit, you sit down somewhere and say you rap, you got to rap. Yeah. Might as well just come in here, turn the mic on, I'm going to rap first. Yeah, yeah. Right, and you sitting in front of a mic. There's right. no better way. Why would you do, uh, Why would you pick music after you had success in basketball, even though you said you stopped basketball once your son was born? But yeah. it's kind of like the same grind. And, and music actually might be a little bit tougher. So, Definitely tougher. Because you actually don't, you're not guaranteed any reward. Like, in basketball, you 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 play hard in high school. You know you go go to college. Yeah. You play good in college. You know you could go further the next step overseas, NBA, whatever. Right. Music not like that. So at the time that you 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 stop playing basketball and you started music in a sense, why would you pick music over basketball? Um, music actually was a bigger love. Yeah, like you know what I'm saying. Like I said, as much as I love hoop and shit like that, man, music was is more inside of me. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, just just being birthed and bathed in that shit. You know what I'm saying, from yeah. growing up to my mother listening to these seventy records and everything like that, man. The R and B's or whatever, like you know what I'm saying, like shit, country, yeah. alternative rock, however y'all want to rock it and shit yeah. like that. Yeah. And it, it's it's a feeling. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, and you can't uh, substitute a feeling. They say if you uh have a job and you and you really working, you want to have something that's your passion, so yeah. you not feel like you're working. Right, right. You know what I'm saying, and. 
like now nah, I don't get sleepy off that shit sometimes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? When you up for a couple of days or something like that, and you be like, God damn, yeah. And and you've birthed these words and it's and it's feeling. You know what I'm saying? Ain't nothing like that. So what music gave you that feeling? Like, what's your go-to albums? We don't do top fives because it's too much music to yeah. narrow it down to five. Like, what's your go-to music, though? What music you heard gave you, like, that feeling? Right. I want to do this and give somebody sitting near this feeling. So my number one artist is Donny Hathaway. Yeah. Like, the feeling alone for him, man, he just, he said it. He set the tone. Uh, he understood that. Silence was as much a part of music as the noise was. Right. You know what I'm saying? And that's rare as shit, man. Like, I, I, I'm, a, I'm a student of it, so I'm able to study it and, and see his cadences and how he pours and, and come back in his pockets and shit like that and, and just his voice alone. You know what I'm saying? So um, that type of music, and then it transitions into the LLs, you know what I'm saying, and slowly start to transition into the pop. That was my my first CD I bought. Yeah. All eyes on me, like oh, you know yeah. what I'm saying. The I double joint. Ah, come on, man! I remember walking with the walk, man. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Dribbling a ball in one hand and shit like that. And, and nigga, like, what's that? I'm like, this that new pop. I ain't <laughs> yeah. say the Tupac. I yeah. said the new pop. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That type of shit. Uh, big. I'm um, definitely East Coast influenced a lot too, yeah. and and West Coast. I, I've had a a, a good diverse blend of music Just being from In the Midwest yeah. You know what I'm saying We, we kind of get it From all angles And shit like that And we've been around Enough to share And they kind of take it From hearing and go Either oh, yeah. way with it Come because, on man Yeah yeah But that's another conversation yeah. Now you said that Pac what's your favorite song Off All Lies On Me uh, I'm mad at you I'm mad at you I'm gonna have to go with uh, Pitch Me Row no, I'm gonna have to go with uh, the shit with Sebo. Uh, he on two songs though. He on just one and two. <laughs> what's 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 on the first disc? You talk about the one with E40 or the other one? The other one. Oh, okay. Uh, damn, I can't think of the name yet, but it ain't, ain't hard to find. It's the other one. Why you say that though? Cause Sebo ripped that shit. Huh? <laughs> like Sebo well, got say, the best with the, verse. With the strap with the Mac 12. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's probably the best verse Sebo ever spit to me. I take that. Yeah, I take that. Yeah. Damn. What's what the fuck is that called, bro? Nah, I don't know. We, we fucked up about it. I ain't gonna be able to talk, dog. Because I just was listening to it. Like, I literally yeah. just was listening to it. Now, when you say big, when did you get in the big? Um, life After Death. Like, yeah, that's 97. Death. Yeah, yeah. Right then. Yeah, yeah me too. Yeah. I think that Life After Death album is one of the best music albums made because he displays so much growth, growth from man. the. I've never heard. Uh, the first big album in Ready its entirety. Die. I've never heard Ready to Die, okay. but I I gotta credit that because I w I wasn't fucking with East Coast rap at the time, okay. so I can't go back and get the feeling. Why? Because Ready to Die is dated. Yeah. But when you put in Life After Death, you can't tell if that shit was made yesterday or in twenty years man, from now. Phenomenal. You, and that and the storytelling on that shit yeah. was every song on there could be a movie, bro. Trade every, war stories. Trade bro. war stories. Trade <laughs> war stories. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Every song on there could be a, a video. But that's when we got into it too. And I was like, damn, did we miss something? But then I heard how he was rapping the first time and I was like, no, I, I got into this at, at the, the right, right time. time. Right, right. You yeah. feel what I'm saying? I hate they killed him because he was cheated because I would love to hear what a third album that he helped put together sounded like. Yeah. Everything after that is was throwaway shit. What's your favorite big song? Um, you nobody till somebody kill you. What you gonna go with? Don't pick my song, son. No, I'm gonna go with that too. That's my shit. That's my favorite song. I'm, I got I know two. What, say. what yeah. niggas bleed just yeah. like uh, us? Okay. And then what's right before uh, Long Kiss Goodnight? All right, so Long Kiss Goodnight first right, for so real. Listen, I, got, I got a theory. I got yeah. a theory, and I've always said this: that last three songs that we just named yeah. is the best three song run, run in hip hop history. I'm gonna listen to them back to back to like, back. And, now. But but listen to other albums. So you got to try to find three three in a row. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I got one other one that rival, but it ain't it ain't there yet. What's the one? 
is uh, Rick Ross on his last project, Apple of My Eye. That he followed that with, um, I think, the joint with Birdman. And then he got another one. I know what you're talking about. And I, I, I got it. I'm going to have to go listen back to that, too. But I can't. I, I ain't go front, though. That last three songs on that. Best three run ever. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And what's so crazy, dog? I know Big ain't get to hear that shit in sequence. I know that Man, shit, dog. Listen, I get no, chills. no. I think they. I think he heard the album. At the, oh, you think I think so? he heard the album. I just never thought that he heard the album in sequence, bro. Be- because you know what I'm saying. What he heard might not have been what we hearing. Yeah, you right, feel what I'm saying. Right. Yeah, 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 like, like that, that might not have been what we hearing. Because you got to think. Okay, this is what he wanted, but then at the die puffy like, no, nah, but this is sound better shit. here. Yeah, you feel yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Right. You got to think about that shit. shit. So I just know I'm like, dog, this nigga ain't even get to hear his best work. What's some producers that you worked with? Um, I done worked with a couple producers out of Flint. Um, I'm I'm looking forward to messing with my man Bam on the beat, yeah. and then uh, Kurt Green. But I've been messing with EJ Keys a lot this way. Oh, okay. Like, you know so y'all found y'all pocket? Yeah, yeah, man. He a, a good artist as well. You know what I'm saying? He do like R and B. He can he can spit all of that shit, man. But his ability to make these beats is is crazy, and he and he chop it in my face. Yeah, that's yeah. why I said I yeah. say you prefer being right there or man, somebody sending it to you. I prefer being right there if we can if we if I vibe right if we could build right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But if you need to be you know what I'm saying? Some people are um reclusive. Introverts, yeah, you know what I'm saying? So they they need their personal space to make that shit happen, you know what I'm saying? So we can just build, I let them know what I'm looking for, the sound I'm looking for, you know what I'm saying, that feeling, yeah. and then I let them do their work. I um, always like when producers and artists work together at some point on the record. It might not have had to start in the beginning, but yeah. like once the artist put his 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 verse down or whatever, and then hey, change that, blah, 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 because a producer go produce. So anytime, like I feel like when somebody sends you a beat. They sent that beat out. Like, you know what I'm right, saying? Right, like, right. I, I, we used to go, like, we might hear something similar to what you did, and we'll walk in there like, okay, kind of like this, but you got to make it for us. Right, you right, gotta, right, Because right. overall, your voice is an instrument. And if you use your voice as an instrument, you people who do that, that's why Future took that was so hot at that one point. Because yeah. you ain't give a fuck what he was saying, because the shit was like a part of the beat. Exactly, Young Thug exactly. is a part of the beat. Nigga. Yeah, I'm about to say, in the last five years, nobody do that shit like Young Thug. Yeah, like he, like he, he used the beat, shit. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And if artists, if, if they start looking at themselves as my voice as an instrument as well. So now you know when the hi-hat about to drop out to raise your voice right. up or whatever. And that's just, that's real MCing. Like some niggas, like we was MC, we was rapper with MC skills. That's what I like to say because we wasn't on no backpack shit. That wasn't what was in our backpacks. Yeah, you yeah, feel yeah, me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But a lot of niggas, they, they kind of try to separate the two and MC just mean move the crowd. Right. So you gotta, if you use your voice as that instrument, that's MCing shit but people try to separate an MC from a rapper because a rapper might do a silly song and now you less MC. That's a honey. You know what I'm saying? So but I, I, I think that's the, actually the opposite because if, uh, if, yeah, if logically, you could do you something logically, outside yeah. Joe Box and shit, that make you a better artist and a better MC and it make you go further. And then niggas gotta forget, like niggas tend to forget these first, all these first rap songs and shit, all silly shit talking to children. Yeah, yeah. You feel what I'm saying? Then Cool G rapping them start Talking that gangster shit, but it was all silly fun, shit. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it's the shit. It's the same block shit, party shit. Yeah, it's you supposed to be a good vibe. Man. We uh, we just had my man from Flint here, producer. Uh, he do beats and beers. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's my man. Yeah, yeah. Y'all got music together? Nah, we we actually got one song together. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's out in the public or it ain't out yet. Like on SoundCloud or something like that. Okay. I I haven't put it on everything else, but we did it a long time ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that brother got a good vibe too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We actually gonna go up there. To the event they throwing in July yeah, at yeah. the school yeah, yep, yep. so we'd be up there for that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so like you got hoodie season. What's next? 
Um, that you could talk about. Nah, nah, we could talk but this about this. The it. home for exclusive. I'm open. I'm open book, man. <laughs> All right. So what's next is uh, a project titled Noah. Yeah. Yeah. It's gonna be phenomenal, man. I'm, I'm working on it religiously. Yeah. yeah. Uh, now, is, recently, you had a project called Noah Watson, though, right? No, no, no. That was a song. That was just a song. Yeah, that was okay. a song. So my last project was fiction too. Okay. The last yeah. full project I put out, everything else has just been songs I've been releasing. Okay. But Noah is is. It's better. I'm getting better every time. It's a full length or an EP? Full length. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, man, I'm going to drop singles. I'm going to drop. I'm gonna give you a project. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The EP is kind of... Yeah. So when can we expect that? Um, This summer for sure. Yeah. No later than August. This summer for sure. Um, so, so Hoodie Season, is that the first single off of that or nope. that's just a Lucy? I'm just putting out songs right now. Yeah. I'm going to try. I'm going to probably put out a couple songs for Noah. I'm, probably soon. I'm going to shoot a video. That's what I want to do yeah. Um, for Noah just to... To get this shit started, yeah. you know what I'm saying. But like I said, it's it's gonna be a work of art. Yeah. So you are artist. So streaming versus physical. How you feel about that? Um, with the money different. Yeah. So, so it's, you know what I'm saying. So I'm always gonna go with the physical more, but I do understand at times it's changing, and if you don't adapt, you're gonna get left behind. Yeah. Well, so I don't like streaming, right? I prefer title if I'm gonna stream. I don't like streaming because the the rate of pay is like damn, there's slavery. And really, we just using you as a median. Yeah. Like we using this streaming service as a median to the to the fans. So yeah. it could be a better split, right? Right. I just don't understand how they get these splits. Like yeah. I can't even give you a fourth of a penny out my hand, man. That's or crazy, a sixth right? of a penny. Or YouTube is not like if these was penny stocks, these wouldn't even be good investments. Man, you feel what I'm saying? I, I know, man. Right. Yeah. And I, I think all of those platforms really is worthless, though. And I think people are brainwashed into YouTube. Uh, Napster block like they so used to hearing it, not knowing that you make them. Right, they don't right. make you. Like YouTube is nothing without the content, and YouTube got you thinking that you need them. Right, they don't right. need these. Ain't the first motherfucker put before YouTube niggas was putting shit online and all that. So I think people need to like get away from that shit and just push your product yourself. Like fuck all that shit. Like you don't really need YouTube. You don't really need uh, Napster. You don't really need none of that well, shit. Well, I think people think that they like it's best that it's on these platforms so everybody could get it. Yeah, but but the downfall not, is yeah. what you do not for everybody. Right, right. You feel what I'm saying? It's it's something called a comment section. We don't even care about your comment, my nigga. Either you rock with it or you don't. Right, right. You feel what I'm saying? Could you imagine not liking Big Album and having to write a letter to tell that nigga that? Nah. He not going <laughs> to give a fuck, but he going to be like, but this guy took time. I can win him over as a fan. Exactly. Now he got your address. He can say, hey, here goes some, uh, you don't like my shit? Well, here goes some exclusive merch. Yeah. Now you don't like his music, but you're like, hey, Big sent me this. Comment, you can comment from a page with no picture. It's built for the negativity. I mean, you well, it's easier saying? for a nigga to comment on the sideline while niggas balling. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? That's the the commentators. You know what I'm saying? Right, it, right. it seemed good, but fuck y'all niggas talking shit. Like, if none of that shit had no comments and none of that, none of that shit would matter. Like, they talk about IG supposed to take all that shit away. And I think they should, man, because the value in what you do is not determined by a thousand people not liking it or you you don't even know how many people really seeing your right, shit right. you know what I'm saying so if you getting like 10 likes and 20 people seeing it you 50% my nigga yeah. you, you could go sell to them right. so it's just the fake number they create the numbers you know what I'm saying like that shit is just in the air like you could I could we could put a thousand comments on this this episode and yeah. it ain't even came out yet right. but we could be like okay we go order a thousand comments right. and niggas would be like 
a hundred thousand people listen, they got a thousand comments. That's real. No, dog, that's the law of average. Right, right, right. <laughs> you, know, right. you know what I'm saying? I mean, but right, but it's, it's, just, it's just it's just averages. It's just yeah. it's just numbers. It's just that's it's all a numbers game. Even when they showed that streaming farm, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Anybody within the industry or know something about it knew that was going on. You yeah. know why you knew? Because we know back in the day that Master P drop on Friday and. That yeah, whole Tuesday, week, I mean, Friday. on Tuesday, Friday up until next Friday, all you doing is scanning Master P shit. Whatever yeah. you sell, you scanning no limit shit. Right, right. So people don't even understand. Some niggas like scanning. That sound scan, nigga. That's what. That's what's real. You right, know what right, I'm right. saying? Well, in that's sense, not real either. Yeah, in a sense, but that's where the games have been being played yeah. over and over and over again. What was sound scan is now streaming. Like, but people get back to physicals and they go start making more money because now you could put a package together. I got merch. I got all of this. But I'm just a physical. I'm in. I live in a physical world now. Like yeah. I'm like, I don't really care about the the internet and online. Like they trying to push it to you because I, I want to read my book in my hand. I don't want to read it on the phone. Yeah, like yeah. they just trying to take away the physical shit. But that's where the money go start coming back in there. Because if you're an artist, you doing this shit to live, man. You might do it because you love it, yeah. but you want to live. Most so definitely. if I could sell twenty CDs a, a, a week versus yeah, a lot more people could hear it, but they just hearing it. They, you know what I'm saying? It they might be background it. noise. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? I like to hold that shit. I like to so you doing that the, shit. So uh, you doing physicals with this new? Yeah, probably vinyl yeah. Um, CDs, man. Like I probably can get away with it in Flint still just because it's a little bit not as advanced. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So to some to a degree. But for the most part, but I'm man. about to hit you with some heavy game. How what you up? just said that about Flint? Yeah. It's a Flint everywhere. I know. You feel what I'm saying? I heard. I heard this nigga Little Duval say the realest shit. Right? He said niggas focus on the big city when there's way more small cities around it. Right. So if you can sell CDs in Flint, I guarantee you, you can sell some in Angstrom. Yeah, yeah. I guarantee you, you can sell some on the East Side. Yeah. I'm. I'm. I'm I feel like when you when we had to do it physically, that's how a nigga built a fan base. That's how a nigga a nah nigga coming on your shit. Like when the next shit coming or when you coming? Right. Or, right. Wait, what you got coming next? That I can buy You feel what I'm saying I pay title every month I don't even be on time All the time Just to see if it matters yeah. It don't matter Right. You feel right. what I'm saying I, My motherfucking playlist Ain't going nowhere I ain't paid I'm five days later On purpose yeah, right. to see Like what they gonna do right, right. But if I see you And I give you that 10 I, I prefer that Here go 10 my nigga If you want 10 I might give you 15 yeah. Cause I, I fuck with your right, movement right, right. You feel what I'm saying yeah. So I mean I would suggest physicals A package Whatever A, a, a hoodie season hoodie yeah, but Cause see, that, that ain't even on the album right, that, right. That's but, dope shit You but, feel what I'm saying Physicals have changed too So we got CDs But I got USBs and shit too yeah. You know what I'm saying So like I, I keep like 200 yeah. You know what I'm saying And I make sure that When the project come I'm just passing that out As I would CDs And, yeah. and I'm helping people Adapt with the time too Because cars not even coming With CD players no more It's actually extra you know what I mean? So, <laughs> if you so, want a CD player, that yeah. shit costs extra. But you got you know the USB saying? hookups. You know what I'm saying? So I just you got you got to know how to adjust and try to stay in front of this little curve. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm definitely got to stay in front of it. You want to go? Go. What producers are on a? Uh, how many? How many songs is on a new project that's coming? Uh, no less than thirteen. Okay, uh, real full length. And, how, yeah. uh, and as of now, you how many producers have you worked with? Two. Just two? Yep, just two. And are those producers collabing together? Or are they like helping nah, with the... Nah, one of them from Chicago. Yeah. Uh, it's my man, uh, Namir. He from Chicago. He he dope as hell, man. I got this song. It's called Nino. Yeah. It's my fucking... So do you already got your favorite song off the project? Um... No, they, nah, nah, I'm, <laughs> they, they all, they all good right now or shit, yeah, man. And yeah. then I'm still tying up a couple of them. I'm getting a couple features and shit. Yeah, I actually might um 
go back and get bootleg yeah. just for the nostalgia of it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Hey, and uh, anybody from Flint, we looking for Jake the Flake. We gotta have Jake the Flake up here, man. That's yeah. The, yeah. That'll I, cap it off. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? We started this shit, man. We started this shit to interview Eshaan because he was our favorite. Yeah. And we got him early. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? He only got five interviews out there online. That's one of them. Okay. You feel what I'm saying? And then we like, for now, man, we just getting people we want. You feel what I'm saying? Because it was the connected experience. So we really supposed to be connecting people with people who could help each other. But two people be afraid to come at one time Most or definitely. they might book and then be like, oh, I can't make it. And I'm like, listen, man, it's all about networking. You feel what I'm saying? But since y'all don't want to do that from here on out, everybody who we have, hey, they dope. Let's connect them with the people right, that right, want right. to hear them. Yeah, right, like, right. let's connect them with the people. And like I said, Jake the Flake, Bootleg, them guys been our favorite since we could buy rap because yeah. we used to have a record store but you a fan I mean not a fan but you a supporter so you heard it and the shit that we liked yeah. and now we just going back and getting them people to come talk and Most sit down and where you been at what yeah. you up to now and who 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 you want to collab with shit like that so if you had to pick one collaboration artist and producer and who would shoot the video who would it be and why um I think uh producer I might go with uh with Cole yeah and artist hoe yeah Jay yeah. is at the top of everybody's list. Yeah, because we used to keep a tally. I'm, I'm, who yeah. the video? I'm, I'm a competitor, though. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and I got uh, absolute confidence in myself. I, I want the best on it. Yeah. If he tried to change his version shit after the song came out, would you double back and tell people, like, that ain't the verse he spit? Nah, I, I would do that. <laughs> I would do that. I would, I would actually keep the verse and then be like, hey, Jay, you know I know. You hey, feel what I'm hey, saying? I, I, feel, I feel like even if he changed it, I got the one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, nah, that's going to let me know where I'm, where I'm yeah, at. That's you know what I what bet you, nigga. I bet you niggas do that a whole lot too. Yeah. Like, don't keep the verse. Like, I'm, I'm keeping, keeping this fucking shit. verse. Man. Right, right. So, I was online the other day, actually, man, and I seen something that somebody posted, and it was actually an article about you and I from 20 years ago. That's dope, man. And in that article, they asked us, what did we want to accomplish in that article, right? So, yeah. uh, it was make a million dollars, put Inkster on the map. And be on the cover of the Murder Dog magazine. And God damn it, we did it. I know. <laughs> I said to my wife when we was driving the other day, I said, dog, I mean, because we were, it was we was in high school, I said, damn, dog, that shit from 99. And like that sounded big to us. And then like the journey made it seem like, like it's yeah, nothing. Yeah, that, like, that, like, it's it was nothing. the grind. So if it was one thing that you said that you wanted to do with your music, I mean a few things, what would it be? Um Well, with the music in general, man, my the, the main objective is to to put out the best art form possible and then make sure people going to do what they supposed to. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's putting them on, on the right path. Like, you know what I'm saying? I ain't no preacher by far. You know yeah. what I'm saying? My, my hands got a lot of things I know the them. feeling, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But it's a, it's a way that you can keep it G. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Without giving them some bullshit. Yeah. Cause so that's you, like some that's some real big homie shit. You feel what I'm saying? I ain't your big homie, bro. If I'm five years older than you, I put a gun in your hand and say, go put some work right, in. Right. But that's why we asked about the books. But if I put these books in your hand and it sparked the fire, because you never know what people when they the have same to time, though, they want to do. nigga got a front line, though. Like, I, we always been front line. So you ain't winning no war without no soldiers on the front line. Not yeah, if, but you know who to pick. Right, not yeah, yeah, pick yeah, your yeah. Best but I'm prospect. saying like. Just even as being a big homie, you got to tell niggas, bro, you're not front line. Yeah. Like you just, it, and ain't nothing wrong with that. Some right. niggas don't understand that. Like when we was like, I know niggas since we we from the hood. Everybody know niggas that's 14, 15 years old out here catching bodies. Now yeah. you look back like, who the fuck was guiding these niggas? See, I, I had a, a, a similar situation where I really had like one solid big homie to say, nah, 
Like you know what I'm saying? Like nigga, this this ain't even for you, right? Or or I see something more in you. See, see something better. You know what I'm saying? You feel what I'm saying? And, and that's rare as fuck because everybody else saying, you know what I'm saying? Jump off the bridge with me, nigga. We yeah. all we all on the bottom, right? Of this that, right. You know so at this point, I'm one of the big homies. Like I ain't nobody's big homie because we go see eye to eye, and I'm gonna put you, I'm gonna bring you up on my level. I ain't nobody big homie. I'm a grown man, yeah. and that's the difference. So when I tell a young nigga, like I used to be at work, and they thought I was a young nigga because I don't look old, yeah. and I'm kicking it with all the young niggas. But what I'm kicking it about is y'all telling me what y'all doing, y'all hustling and all that. But yeah, you do know that you need life insurance if you're gonna be doing this. Right. Oh, the job give you free life insurance. All you gotta do is set a beneficiary. Yeah. I got niggas going to the computers, setting they shit up, yeah. and nigga, you've been here two years. You got kids. You ain't know you had life insurance And you telling me you out there right. <laughs> You know what I'm saying So niggas is coming to me like Man thanks man Nobody ever explained it like that Cause if you in the streets man And you don't got no life insurance I don't know what you do. You just really take his space because if your moms and them got to sell dinners for you, bro, like right. I, I don't buy them dinners, man. Yeah, I don't buy them dinners, man. As much as I want to, yeah. I can't buy them dinners, man, because this ain't the first thing. When the day you was born, everybody in the room knew you was gonna die. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? So, but what else you want to do with your music? Um, for, man, I, I, my aim is just to be the best at it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, I work religiously at the shit, man. I've, I put the time in. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, motherfuckers say like. They've been doing it longer, you know what I'm saying? It, that don't that don't say too much to me. Right. I came in I, and nigga, I'm I'm jumping the line. Nigga, I'm not waiting in that motherfucker, you know what I'm saying? Um and I know the shortcuts. I, I get in them books. Yeah. I do the work that they don't want to do. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you what you on your own label or you signing somebody? No, nah, I'm not signed. Uh, me and bro, we run, we we do this shit by ourselves. We yeah. put up our own bread, all that shit. Man. Yeah, getting the reward is so much more when Most you definitely. do that. You feel what I'm saying? I just can't fan them like doing all the work, getting all the knowledge, and then I put some shit out and this nigga benefit more than me. This nigga ain't pressed a button, sent me a book, word, word. none of that shit, man. So I appreciate and applaud that because I think people be afraid of independence, not knowing it's just that, bro. You independent of somebody's opinion who yeah. didn't help. You feel what I'm saying? You independent of people trying to make decisions. Even corny ass videos, nigga. Right, nigga right. hear your shit and cornball your shit up and you would be like, no, I ain't had a vision for that. But but I, I run your label. You go do this. Exactly. You feel what I'm saying? And, and if you got to get signed. That's nothing wrong with that either because everybody got different goals, but just know what you sign. And like I tell a nigga, I can give you $10,000 for five songs. That's a deal. Yeah. But not what I got. I got five songs times three verses and I can go sell them verses for $5,000 a piece. That's I right. own it. What you go do? Yeah. What, what can you say? I paid you. You feel what I'm saying? And niggas don't understand when they hear deal, they think like super big budget. And the deal is just what you and I agree to agree. on the terms. But, you know, niggas don't want to read. You know what I'm saying? Man, we appreciate your time, man. We appreciate you coming down. You kicked your 16. <laughs> Dog, you ain't kick your 16. You know who I'm talking to. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? And, man, just keep that shit pushing, man. We got You got us in your corner. Well, we ain't even in your corner. We on your side. 100. Anything you need, anything, whatever, man. We got a, We like a book. We got knowledge. You know what I'm saying? We can and point we got hella right. books. We got libraries at the crib. That's Call and ask, what should I be reading? Better, what, what's better. new? Like, the, the truth is with me is every time I hear somebody talk about a book, I put that shit in my Amazon Prime cart and I just go back and I order five books at once and yeah. then won't touch none of them. And then it, when it's time, I feel like when it's time for you to read certain shit, it's just you just gravitate toward Agreed. it. But it's good to have it in the house. Like the book I'm reading now about uh, the, uh, the the dude out of uh, Alabama. Right. So 
I bought like four books before that, you know what I'm saying? And I actually heard Tack say that this is the last book that Nipsey sent him to read, you okay. know what I'm saying? So boom, so I ordered it. But through reading this book, I'm like, oh, he got his own autobiography. This is from somebody else's point of view. Yeah. So he got his own autobiography, which I got to grab that now because I want to see it how he's seen the shit. This is secondhand information. How, You know what I'm saying? This is his second wife's kids right, you know right, what i'm right, saying right, so right. he probably could have been in the autobiography like i hate these motherfucking kids <laughs> you know what i'm saying yeah. and then it make sense why they leaving certain shit out but we got books we got all that man how could people get at you though um my handle um on instagram is noah watson 810 um twitter 810 noah yeah Facebook Noah Watson. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm. You can reach me, but I ain't really accessible. Put right. it like that. You right. know what I'm saying? Yeah. You, you can't yeah. let everybody put their hands on you and shit like that. And, but and but I'm one around. more time, when that project coming out, it's gonna come out this summer for sure. Um, we, we thinking probably the middle. No, no, no later than August for sure. Yeah, but fully. Yeah. What's it called? It's, it's titled Noah. Yeah. You know? Hey, yo, uh, it's May. It's Urban Podcast Month. Use the hashtag 2019 UPM. What is Urban Podcast Month, bro? Man, that's Urban Podcast Month. is something we created for all the urban podcasts to celebrate each other, to connect with each other, to find each other, because we know there's loads of us out there, and we created that so somebody else couldn't create that for us, right? So the vision for Urban Podcast Month is the second year. is May because May is our birthday month, but by the fifth year, every week, for three days a week, we should be able to travel to other people events and or, or just go off. head off, uh, jump on other people podcasts because we listen to a whole lot. And I was thinking about actually making a list of the shit we listen to and just yeah. like reading them off. But I gotta, I ain't subscribed to nothing. I ain't yeah. subscribed. You know what I'm saying? I'm subscribed to the connected experience. That's yeah. about it. But everybody else, I do give a listen to man. Yeah. There's a lot of good shit out there. It's a lot of shit that's biting. It's a lot of good content, bad quality, good quality, bad content. Like keep that shit up, man, because we support y'all. Y'all support us. That's the only way that we go rock this. Or we go look up and in five years, motherfuckers gonna be acting like that the black mic don't exist. Right. And that's what they always try to do. They try to they try to steal rock and roll. They try to steal jazz. In a hundred years, Tupac will be white. So. Y'all can't let them get everything. We don't got to suffer. Like, it ain't no way to podcast and get money. It's not a guaranteed way. And what I mean by that is some people jump right out in podcasting, got a bunch of ads, they get in their bread. Episode one, you know what I'm saying? Some people got 150 episodes and never made a dollar off of it, but they'll throw a live event and then boom, they got they got their following like that. So just try it all, man. It ain't no one way. It ain't no, you got to drop this every week. You got to do this. I'm working on trying to do a bunch of different other type of podcasts, like not so much conversational just story time like i'm looking for people who write stories come on man we'll do you something like that because the more content we get and we can compete with all of that we who's to say that these apple charts even exist like they matter like why does apple have the charts like we can construct something that fuck it we we might be in the works of the urban podcast charts and niggas i like that we do i'm saying we doing that you know what i'm saying (laughs) so it's urban podcast month is may everybody use the hashtag 2019 upm and discover you know what i'm saying like right now all i've been doing is i all i do is follow podcasts now i like got rid of all the freak bitches i I follow podcast rappers video directors and inspirational quotes you know what i'm saying and and that's all the shit I want to see. So I just been inboxing all the podcasts. Use the hashtag. You hashtagging shit up anyway. Right. <laughs> What's right, another right. hashtag that's going to bring awareness? Because like he said, we started this literally just to interview Eshan, bro. We was probably uh, legitly 10 shows in before we interviewed Eshan. So then we was like, now it's time to do game changing shit. Now it's time to, you know what I'm saying? Like take it a step further. Yeah. Our goal completed. Now we set more goals. And the goal is in the next couple of years, we'll be throwing urban podcast events and we might have you 
debut songs at the next live. Right, you right. know what I'm saying? Shit like that because this is not radio. That's where people fuck up. Yeah. At. You know what I'm saying? This is not radio. So this is podcasting. Big difference from radio. And radio even trying to get in the podcast. Oh, you see it. You know what I'm saying? Right. So Urban oh, that's podcasting. Go, that's go save iHeartMedia. You know what I'm saying? And that's no diss. They they either got to go public with they was doing their IPO to try to go public to see what they'd be worth or they got to uh, invest in podcasts. But you know, we CBS, so I don't care what's going on at I You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, say but, it again, because I don't think they know. Yeah, we CBS. So, hey, man, I want for my brother. What I want for myself. Yeah.